When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a great week. We're just about a week away from Thanksgiving. So everyone's hope everyone's having a great week. If you're just uh, new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the Voice America Influencers Channel. We also encourage you to check us out on Apple Podcasts. Follow us there on Apple as well as our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There we've had many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdoms and insights helping you to scale your business and personal success to the next level. We also encourage uh, you to uh, submit any questions for any of our past shows and guests, including the one today. If you have any, and we'll make sure to connect you with our guests. If you'd like to reach out to them, feel free. As well as any goals that you are planning for the remainder of the year heading into 2023, we also will be happy to assess that for you here at Sustainable Success Coaching at uh, Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Feel free to reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to assess your objectives and goals, either as an organization of any size, right down to the individual level. Our team will look at where you are, where you desire to be, and be able to provide you some general insights on some things that you can tweak to be more specific to accomplish what is important to you uh, heading into the new year. Feel free to reach out to us again at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types. In addition, they also have a new program dedicated to professional athletes, where athletes that are transitioning into everyday life, another opportunity for athletes now to get into a, a, a genuine, comfortable setting where they can share their feelings and what is happening with the transition and feel like they have someone they can lean on and really develop new relationships. This could be across all different types of sports. Again, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking about here, uh, you know, a great topic that I love. Everyone knows I, I love sports, especially football. We're going to talk about how to move the ball and be successful in business. And we're here with uh, Jennifer Garrett. And I've had the opportunity to get to know Jennifer. She's been on another show with me in the past, actually just recently. And before we introduce her, I'm going to give you a little background about her. She is an internationally recognized branding expert and creator of the Move the Ball movement, who currently works with executives, professional athletes in the NFL, NBA, etc., on creating powerful brands and using those brands to move the ball in business. Jen hosts the Move the Ball podcast, has seven college degrees, is an Army officer, is a mom of five, and is a former Fortune 50 executive, and is the author of the books Move the Ball, How American Football Can Help You Achieve Your Life Goals and Dominate the Game, How Life Changes When You Show Up. And without further ado, we welcome Jen Garrett to the show. Jen, how are you doing today? Hey, Chris. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me today. Absolutely. 
Well, we love this topic, uh, you know, you know, how to move the ball and what a greater, I mean, I can't ask for a better analogy when it comes to the process of, you know, really becoming successful in the business. And, and when you become successful in a business, it's a process. So no matter if you're just starting a business from scratch, maybe, you, you know, you bought into a franchise, maybe your business has been around for a few years or five or 10 years, or maybe it's been established for a while. We, we're always constantly in motion and growing to reach that next level of success. If you could talk a little bit about just about, I guess, the fundamental concepts first to kind of paint the picture about how, uh, you know, or, you know, businesses, regardless of size, can move the ball to be successful in business. Yeah. So moving the ball starts with you. And what I like to do is I like to analogize you to being the quarterback, regardless of who you are or what your role is on that particular team. You might not be the leader per se of a team to do a project or whatever, but it's about how can I be the quarterback of what I am set out to do and really take action on a daily basis. You hear people talk all the time about consistency is what sets people apart. And it seems so basic, but it's true. And so many people, they fall short of being consistent on a day-to-day basis. And so that's, you, you got to have that clarity. You talked about goals earlier uh, in the show. And so you got to know what it is you're looking to do. But once you have that clarity of purpose, of objectives, then it's about putting your plan together and executing and just moving forward on that plan, adjusting as necessary, but moving the ball, making progress every single day. Wow. I love it. I love that. So true. So in terms of the, you know, being a process, you know, consistency is always important. And, and a lot of times, you know, people, when they hear that word consistency, they, you know, they may have a different uh, perspective of what that means. Like, hey, I do it once a week or, you know, every other week or, you know, every a couple of days. It's not really as consistent as we think. Why is it important to be really consistent? In in this case, even before being consistent, you have to be disciplined to be yeah. consistent and doing things that are going to help move that move the ball forward. Absolutely. And and you're right. Discipline is so important because they talk about how there's a difference between being motivated and being disciplined. Being motivated means on the days that you're feeling it, you're going to show up and you're going to do what you need to do to be able to make that progress. Discipline means no matter how I'm feeling that day, I have put a structure in place and I am conditioning myself so that I will do the things that I need to do, whether I'm emotionally feeling it or want to do it or not, I'm still going to do it and get those things done. I do want to say from a consistency standpoint, consistency doesn't mean you do the same thing every single day. It means that you perform on the things that you need to for that day. For example, you you host shows, I host a podcast, I run my shows Mondays and Thursdays. I consistently do what I need to to release content on those days, but I'm not necessarily every day doing something for the podcast. So I just wanted to draw that distinction is you have your plan, you know what your rhythm needs to be, and you just need to be consistent in executing that rhythm. And those tasks can vary from a day-to-day basis, but you've got to be consistent and disciplined to hold yourself accountable so that you are doing those things. And when you do that, that's really when you're going to move forward. Absolutely. No doubt about it. So what would you recommend, Jennifer, if we, you know, we, let's say, for instance, that, you know, you have a business that's maybe just starting out, or maybe they're in the early stages of, 
you know, getting, you know, take getting to that next level. They're kind of growing, they're in growth mode. What would you recommend that businesses look at, you know, to start in this case, moving the ball? Like what would be those first steps? Well, aside from understanding who you're looking to serve and having that clarity, right, and the goals that you want about it, it's about sticking true to that focus and resisting the temptation to chase every squirrel that comes, quote unquote, squirrel, right, that comes your way, because it can be so easy to get distracted with something else, because especially when you're in a startup phase, you're trying to bring money in, right? So you're going to do whatever it is that you think you should be doing to help close a deal. But are the deals you're trying to close always the right ones? And sometimes it can be easy to and, and tempting to want to chase something that doesn't align with what you're trying to do because you see a dollar sign attached to it. So I would caution people to think about what are the things you're saying yes to? And are those things, things that are strategically helping your business in the direction you want to go? Or are they hurting it? Now, I guess a, a dose of realism, like if you're in a, if you are in a financially desperate state, and you've got to do anything to generate cash just to continue to help your business, that's a different story where, okay, maybe you take other client deals and things that aren't in your core wheelhouse to keep the lights on. But if you're not in a financial distress situation and you're trying to just be pure startup and you're working on something, then stay focused on what it is you set out to do and don't resist or resist that temptation to go chase other things because we all know we only have so many hours in the day. So the things that you say yes to means you're saying no to other things. So what are the things you're saying yes to and what are the things you are implicitly saying no to then because you're committing time to something else yeah i agree because a lot of times we can get distracted they call that shiny object syndrome especially i see this common with solopreneurs they they start something and then something else comes up and they're off on a tangent doing something else and not focusing on what they started and so on so talk about like the i guess you know again that's the discipline i mean you know having those priorities and and with all these things up in the air and all these uncertainties that could come up where that that can maybe happen because a lot of times people are always looking for that sure bet like oh that 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 could be a little easier i i know that you know i can you know that might be an easier way to get to where i decide to be instead of sticking to what they committed to not, maybe there is a lot of things they have to learn talk about the importance again just sticking to you know, to what they committed to, and they don't have to know everything. And, and there is going to be a lot of uncertainty, but that, that, you know, trusting that process, you know, will, you know, they'll be able to see things through in the long run. For sure. I mean, there, there's a common saying, trust the process, right? So you know what you need to be doing, most people do, to be able to get to where they want to go. It's a matter of executing and time and putting in that work. And so you just have to be disciplined and do the things that you need to do. If you don't know what things you should be doing, well, then that's where getting a coach or a mentor or someone else that has expertise comes in so that they can help guide you and shape you on the path that you need to go. Now, also, I think it's important to know just because you have a plan that doesn't mean that that's set in stone. You are going to evolve. You are going to pivot. There are things you are going to do differently as things progress because Life is full of uncertainty. We saw that with COVID. Look at how all the businesses had to adjust to this environment. Not everything is going to be that grandiose in terms of adjustments, but 
you're never going to have your plan be 100% all the time, but you have to know when it's time to evolve versus, hey, you know what, I'm disciplined and I just need to stick it through and trust my process and continue going forward. And having a coach can help you to discern what makes sense and what pivots or what adjustments you might need to make. Yeah, I agree. You know, having a, a trusted advisor, somebody that can guide you, a coach, a mentor, somebody, depending upon your situation, so, so important. I I, I think that, that a lot of times businesses or, you know, new business owners or even existing ones miss the boat on that. Having someone that's, you know, that's been there, done in that, and, you know, can really help guide you through these, you know, especially these difficult situations that all of us have been facing, you know, in the, these last few years uh, with, uh, you know, things with the, you know, economy and COVID and all, all of the above. So, yeah, no, no, no question about it. What and would I be some, that, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, talking about coaches, sometimes new business owners are hesitant to get a coach or advisor because oftentimes there's a monetary cost associated with that. And you're trying to, you know, hone in on your expenses, but Think about it this way. Someone who has that business experience and expertise is going to help you not make mistakes that you might have been you might make otherwise. You want to pay and tap into their expertise to help accelerate your progress. So it's an investment. Don't view it as an expense. Exactly. And it's one of those things that, you know, like a, a seasoned coach will recognize where you are in your business. So it's not like if you're just starting out you know, it necessarily you're going to be paying the same rate if somebody were, you know, doing a million dollars or five million dollars or 10 or 50 or 100, you know, 200 or, you know, a billion, that type of thing. You know, it's not one size fits all. It's that, you know, that, you know, good coaching and mentoring understand where you're at and they're able to accommodate, you know, where you are and where you have to go. So you have to look at it as an investment, like you said. So it's not, you know, already putting you behind, you know, putting you into the red even before you really get started. So, uh, so, so true. I know we have a couple minutes, uh, Jen, till the break. We have a few, you know, a few minutes. Like, what, what would be some of the things you could elaborate on, you know, like, you know, with the, you know, when they, when businesses are looking at, you know, this foundational aspect of, you know, doing certain things that are going to move them ahead? Yeah. So, I mean, I think one, we've talked about the clarity and we talked about execution, having your plan in place, being focused, saying yes to the things that strategically make sense, no to the others. Also recognizing what capabilities do your and your team currently have and where might you need to augment by hiring, not necessarily as an employee, but as a consultant, you know, 1099 contractor type of a situation. Like, Pay for people that have the expertise that you don't have. Don't try to do it all because, again, you're consuming more time to figure out how to do those things. And you could be opening yourself up to risks because you don't know that domain. So, you know, know where your strengths are and bring in people that augment those strengths in the areas that you don't have, you know, competencies or that you're not very strong on. I, I love that. I, I'm a firm believer in leveraging your strengths, offsetting your weaknesses, Yes, I mean, especially for some of these small, like solopreneurs, when you're just starting out, you're the cook, the bottle washer, the waiter, the waitress. Yes, you have to wear many hats, but it doesn't mean you still can't seek help from a good qualified business coach. That's someone that can maybe be able to see your blind spots and recommend other resources or people that could help you in that area so that you don't feel like you're doing something that could perhaps get you into legal trouble or something else that really does not play into what you do well at that point. So I, I agree 
a hundred percent because I've seen that a million times before in uh, my own personal journey with uh, with you know uh, rookie business owners. Anything we got to we got to conclude here to go to break here in about thirty seconds. Anything any last minute statements to what you discussed? Anything that you want to leave the audience before we go to break? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it's just being mindful of what are you spending your time on every single day? Are those the right things for the day today? Meaning the things that you can worry about tomorrow or next week, focus on those tomorrow, focus on what you need to today. And that's going to help you to move the ball too. Yeah. So, so true. I love it. Well, everybody, we got to go to break, but when we come right back, we got more to come here. We're going to be talking about again, if you're just joining us, how to move the ball and be successful in business here. We're here with Jennifer Garrett. And we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us here, we're here with uh, Jennifer Garrett. We're talking about how to move the ball and be successful in business. Again, you can listen to the show in its entirety here later today on demand at the Voice America Influencers Channel, Sustainable Success. Also on Apple Podcasts and on our Facebook page, at Sustainable Success 2017. Uh, Jennifer left and shared a lot of golden nuggets here in the first segment. But again, you get the chance to hear it all over again on demand by checking us out here on any of the three platforms to access today's show. So Jennifer, I know you talked a little bit about some of the foundational principles of, you know, you know, the analogy of moving the ball and how to be successful in business. How do we look at you know, I wanted to maybe address like, how do we look to grow and sustain the business? You know, let's say you reach a certain level. Now it's about now scaling and growing and sustaining that. You know, how do we remain competitive? You know, if we have to pivot those types of things for whatever reason, if we could chat a little bit about that and share some insights from your perspective. 
Yeah, there's a lot of things that I could say on that one. I think it's really important as business owners to understand your competitive landscape. So in my Move the Ball book, I talk about how you're on the field and you need to know the landscape of that field, who is playing the game with you, who's on your team, but who is on the other side of the ball, competitors, circumstances, all those things. And how do they play into you trying to move forward with your business? And so from a competitive standpoint, do you know how you are relative to your competitors and what they're offering? How are you differentiating yourself? And I mean, that's so important to know what makes you different, better. I mean, in some cases, could it be just a price point? Okay, but hopefully there's other, There's it's more than just price, right? Or you could be a premier um, service provider, someone that does charge a premium, but your products or services are differentiated in such a way that it commands a higher price. But you need to know how are you differentiated? And then it's all about the branding and how do you communicate that value to your customers? So I think the first thing is look at look at that, uh, your marketing plan as an example. Are you honing in on the things that are going to get your customers or prospective customers excited about the, the work that you do and wanting to do business? The other part of that is relationships. How are you treating just people, whether they're customers, their friends or professional colleagues, like the relationships that you build with people are going to determine whether or not you're ultimately successful because people do business with people they know, like and trust, right? People will refer business to others of people they know, like and trust. So it's all about the relationships you build. And the reason why this is so important is I find so many people get this wrong, especially trying to use social media marketing and they just spam the heck out of people, right? Just keep spamming people and somebody will buy. And it's like, well, yeah, somebody might buy, but what if you put the time into building quality relationships with people? Those people may or may not buy because they may or may not need the service that you're providing. However, if they know somebody that needs that service, I guarantee you they will recommend you because you've taken the time to build a quality relationship with them and look at how can I serve you, whether you ever be a customer of mine or not, right? Like it's all about bringing value to other people with nothing in return as an expectation and when you uh have that philosophy you're gonna it's gonna come back to you 10 times over it's just about serving other people and so i think that's important so i would challenge people to think about how are you networking how are you building relationships are you focusing on that and important in that too we talk about differentiation is a lot of people don't treat people as people they treat them as transactions right so like people as human human beings and it's going to really help you to move the ball and take your business to the next level i mean it's something so basic but people forget about that because we're always thinking about the hustle and the grind and make a deal make a sale come back to people being people and and things will change i agree it's so so important that we we build those relationships and it, it's really about like I, I've learned like in our and how we connect and build rapport. Like a lot of times, would it be safe to say, Jennifer, it's not necessarily that our product and service is going to be everything like the cure all or the, the the total package solution for everything that's important to them. We we like to think so, but but that's not probably the reality. But but if it's a portion of that, but yet if we're able to get to what really is important to them. Would it be safe to say that we're really now building further rapport? We're really connecting with them where they feel like 
hey, I'm not, this isn't just a transaction or just we're doing business. This is somebody that really understands what we're all about and really understands me. I get, you know, if, if I'm the recipient of that, if you could talk about the importance of that, you know, and then how that starts from within, not just connecting with your, your audience, unless you're a, a one person business, but how that can happen when you you do that with your own people and then how that manifests itself outward to the customers that you create better experiences with. Yeah, it starts with genuineness and authenticity. And so when you are very genuine in your desire to connect with people, to show appreciation for people, whether they are your teammates, your employees or customers or just people, people remember how you make them feel, right? They don't always remember what you say, but they remember the feelings that you leave with them and those form a lasting impression. And so when you can do that, that's really when you're going to get people wanting to help you in any way they can, whether it's your employees, they'll go the extra mile, especially when it's crunch time and everyone's got to knuckle down to hit a milestone. They will be there for you. Your customers or prospects or friends, they will want to help you if you have shown an authentic and genuine side of yourself wanting to connect with them. And they'll want, like I said, they'll, they'll want, people like to inherently, we're good people. We want to help others. We want to see people succeed. If you make people feel valued and appreciated and you're genuine about it, they will do what they can to help you. They may not be the customer that's hiring you, but they will they will help you in other ways. Helping is not just making a dollar, right? It's connections, it's referrals, it's you know telling other people about you. So it's all about just you know putting yourself out there but being really authentic and and gen and I've said genuine like five times now, but that's such an important word because if you're not, people are gonna see right through that too. They do. No question about it. It's so important. And and I find that that again, depending upon if you have multiple people in your organization, that when you are communicating and connecting like that with your own people, and really that communication is very, it's not based on assumption and speculation. It's very specific, clear, and concise. You know, we ask for more clarification, so we make sure that things are not falling through the cracks. It just creates better engagement. And then obviously that reflects outward. I've always found you know, in the terms of the connection and how they communicate back to the customer. And and that really creates, in my opinion, for what I've seen, a more valuable experience. Would it be safe to say that or? Absolutely. And I also think in that communication, showcasing vulnerability is important too. And we've seen a shift where now culturally it's okay for leaders to raise their hand and express vulnerability or share something that maybe a decade ago we would not want to share because we're told as leaders that we have to be strong and on point and we have to know everything right where now if you're if you need help or if you're struggling with something it's accepted that doing that isn't a sign of weakness it's actually a position of strength to be able to raise your hand and say hey i need my team to do this or i don't know this i need to lean on you to help me and people appreciate that you're willing to share that and again because you have been sincere and shared that people are going to want to help you they're going to step up and so i think that's important in your communication with employees don't be afraid to to showcase that vulnerable side or, or say when you don't know something it's okay absolutely i love that what you talked about now again relating to understand again building the rapport you know connecting 
What would be some of the things you could share in terms of elevating and scaling one's business? You know, moving the yeah, ball right. forward. So it takes a team to move the ball, right? So when I say a team, it's not just about your internal team, but it's about strategic partnerships, not in the legal sense of a partnership, LLP, LLC, but in terms of friends, colleagues, other business owners that you can collaborate with to help you know, bring more value to the marketplace as an example, or just it's all about showing up and putting yourself out there. Who knows about you? They used to always say who you know is important. Well, that's that's true too. Your network is great, but who knows about you when it comes to your business is important to getting more clients, right? And so how can you collaborate with other people so that you're getting in front of a larger audience or a different audience? And yeah, you could spend money on ads and things like that, but you're not developing connection with people through ads, right? But if you're getting out there and collaborating with people, and I'm not saying don't spend any money on ads, that could be a part of your strategy, but you know, think about who, who do I know that makes sense to align with and try to do something with to be able to tap into the audience I'm trying to reach and possibly do more business. So I would, I want people to think about collaborations, you know, partnerships. That, that's another way to do that. And then also just, you know, putting yourself out there in different ways. Like you have a business, you've done things to get your business to where it is today. Are those things the right things that are going to continue to help you to grow your business to the next level? So it's really taking a look at, are there other practices? Are there other marketing tactics that I can put in place that I haven't used before. So these other things haven't been bad and they've helped me to get to this point, but I need to pivot and adapt because maybe to get to you know the next point, I need to do some things differently. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that from your perspective. Like when are there times to pivot? Not that you're pivoting everything in your business or pivoting to a whole new niche or starting a new uh, channel or segment, you know, that happens businesses, but you know, there were some businesses that had to do that during COVID. They had to maybe take on a new channel they never thought of because the one they were in was severely down because of, you know, a lot of things being under control. Talk about the importance of that, that you're not just pivoting to pivot, but knowing when to do that and how to do it in a way that, you know, positions you to be successful. Sure. I mean, first of all, you always need to be aware of the market environment, the landscape and what's going on, listening to your customers, seeing, you know, where is the direction going in the business in the business space that I operate in is the industry as a whole shifting and do I need to make some pivots as a result of that? For example, we've seen a lot of software companies go from selling product, you know, standalone here, buy my my software for X dollars to software as a service or, you know, subscription base, right, as a recurring revenue model. And so that's just a simple example. But knowing when to shift when your industry is shifting is important for one. And just, you know, being aware of where your what are your customers saying to you? You have to take mm -hmm. into that feedback of what your customers are saying, what prospective clients are saying too. like you need to be listening. Listening is important, especially you know, when I worked in Fortune 50 companies, we used to all and in that case, you've got big global brands right behind you. And so they think that they are, you know, 
it's this way or the highway. And so they tend to be a little bit arrogant. And, you know, we're, I used to work at Boeing, I used to work at GE, both great companies, but sometimes our customers were like, my God, you're difficult to work with, you know? And so listen to your customers and see, are there things you need to be doing differently to make sure that you can continue doing business with them as well as gaining new customers? I agree. In a way, it's kind of like, I guess when it's not that you're changing, like, but you're you're adapting wherever that's applicable because if we're not able to adapt and change to things that are beyond our control then we we're trying to force something that that's beyond our control that and then when we're trying to force it it's just exhausting ourselves and really not moving the ball we're we keep we keep you know having to punt in this case if i'm Mm -hmm. using the football analogy would it be safe to say like it can be a form of adapting to whatever you know, what is or whatever is beyond our control in in our in our in our industry, you know, in our niche, whatever that may be. Absolutely. And to use another football analogy, sometimes you have to call that audible on the fly, right? You see something's changing. And so you need to make some adjustments into your direction with, you know, a particular campaign or you know, so you have to switch it up to be able to close a deal. So you, I think awareness, it's very important just to be aware of what's yeah. going on, you know, in, in the landscape. Yeah, it's a great point. Like, I guess if you're a business leader, regardless of your role or duties, that that awareness is, is something to continue to develop because that awareness is what's going to help you to be proactive and responsive versus you know, reactive and, you know, just, you know, again, you know, seeing things when it's too late and you're constantly reacting to the situation, you're constantly putting out fires or, you know, trying to fix things, you know, that are, that are, you know, that could have been prevented or offset earlier if we were more aware. Yeah. We've got about a, about less than a minute to the, to the, to the break. Anything you'd like to elaborate or close on Jennifer to this particular area? Yeah, just to continue on that about being aware, like you can't know everything that's going on, right? So you have to rely on your team who are also paying attention to their spheres of of expertise. And I think it's important to make sure that you're facilitating an environment where your employees or your teammates feel like they can bring things forward that might be difficult conversations to have, but they're very important in order to be proactive instead of putting yourself into some reactive situation down the road. So just think about how are you communicating with your employees and are you providing a forum where people feel like they can have these conversations? Yeah, so, so true. Wow, I love it. Well, we got more to come. We are not done yet. We got more to come with Jennifer Garrett. Uh, And if you're just joining us again, we're talking about how to move the ball and be successful in business. And we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. 
You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us, we're talking about how to move the ball and be successful in business with Jennifer Garrett. Today's show is being brought to you again by Alumni Direct, a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types and also a place for professional athletes transitioning to everyday life that whether if they're going into their own business, uh, they're going to buy a franchise, work for somebody, whatever that may be, kind of other in-groups to kind of help each other. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. So, you know, Jennifer, we were talking a little bit about, you know, you, you talked about the foundation, about how to move the ball. You gave some, you know, some great insights of how to scale and, grow and sustain and how to how to pivot and be competitive let's talk a little bit about like you know from your book this is your other book uh move the ball how american football can help you achieve your life goals and and dominate the game talk a little bit about why it's important to be shooting for those first downs and not just going for the end zone every time yeah i think that it's important and not i think i know it's important that. When we're, it's easy for us to get caught up in our big goals, right? We're, we're taught create these BHAGs, these big, hairy, audacious goals. You know, try to really shoot for the stars, and that's all important. The problem is when we're always focused just on that, we get overwhelmed, and then we don't do things because we're so stressed out because we don't feel like we're making the progress as quickly as we want to to be able to hit those big goals. So what you should do is make those big goals, but then break those down into what I call first downs and focus on getting that next first down. And then once you hit that first milestone, then you focus on the next milestone. This is important for a number of reasons. One, because then you can see the progress that you're making. Like we're taught have measures of success right? And and metrics, everyone's tracking their metrics. So tie those things to these first down markers. And once you hit something, then you recognize you and your team, you celebrate that milestone. And that gives you a feeling of accomplishment. And it builds momentum to want to continue and go to the next milestone. The other reason is it makes it seem like getting to the goal more manageable because you're focusing on something smaller. And so as in American football, teams don't focus on trying to get into the end zone on every single play. If you're on your side of the field on the 20-yard line, you're not always throwing Hail Marys, right, to get that touchdown. You're looking, how can I move to the 30? If I get more than 10 yards, great. But even two, three yards every single play will get me to that next first down, and I continue to move, and then I get in the end zone, 
when when it's time. I mean, depending on how much time is left in the game, you might be doing that more quickly. But the focus is let me get to these little bit little chunks of accomplishment, right? A few yards in football, in business, let me hit these milestones. And as I continue to make progress, I'm celebrating with the team. I'm feeling good. We're feeling good as a team and we're ready and motivated to keep moving forward versus just looking at how far you have to get to that big goal. So that's why focusing on these next first downs is such an important topic or thing to think about. Yeah, I love that because it, it again, it braces the process you know, and, and it, you know, not only does it strategically maybe manage the clock, you know, again, in this case, that would be more for football, but that, that we're, you know, we're, we're even now we're not playing it safe, but you're not, but you're also not putting yourself where you're throwing every, you know, mud at a wall. Like if you were throwing the ball up in the end zone for, and whoever comes down with it, hopefully your, you know, your tallest receiver pulls it down type of thing, unless that's absolutely necessary but that you're strategically moving the ball and you're pounding that you're pounding things forward. You're, you're wearing down, you know, in this case, maybe again, I'm not saying you go out of your way to, you know, push out your competition, but, but, you know, if we're thinking of it as a game in a way that's going to give you the upper hand, you know, you're wearing down the opposition. So this way that, you know, you're able to get the ball in the zone and you, and the people, and, and the ones that are able to control what they can control more are more likely to win those games long-term. Would that be safe to say that? Absolutely. And I like that you use control what you can control, which is a common phrase in sports as well. And I mentioned it in my new book, Dominate the Game. But it's really about looking at the things that you are able to effectuate, right? There's so many things that goes on in the environment, especially in today's times the volatile uh you know stock market inflation it's so easy to get caught up in all that and then not manage your game clock on a day-to-day basis effectively because you're distracted by that noise but when you look at okay yeah all that stuff is going on i'm putting plans in place to mitigate risk or whatever i need to do from that standpoint but i'm going to focus on the actions that we as a business we as a team can work on to help move the ball forward and controlling those things, that's when you're really going to continue to see the outcomes that you're looking for. And tying it to those first down markers makes it seem more manageable. Yeah, it's definitely more manageable. I mean, because again, you're doing things in chunks of time. And would it be safe to say that when we're doing that, it, it gives us more control over the quality of, of what we're doing versus just Again, you know, trying to score in this case or move our business along for the sake of moving our business along, regardless of the quality that that we we're doing it with quality and we're doing it with a better experience. Yeah, it's with quality. You're more effective because you're focusing on these things. We've talked about managing the game clock. We've thrown that term out there. And in my Dominate the Game book, there's actually a chapter on that because while we're not in a sports context, we still have a game clock. We've got 1,440 minutes, 86,400 seconds every single day that we need to focus on spending strategically and purposefully, right? And so when you have these first down markers that you're looking at, so you have a big goal. It's easy to think about all these things I need to do to get to achieve that big goal. But when you're looking at this mini milestone, it narrows it down to say, okay, for this time period, I'm going to focus on these tasks. What that does, it helps you be more focused 
and efficient, but it also reduces stress that you might be feeling because you're not going to be as overwhelmed because you're not thinking about all those other things that are tied to the other milestones. You're focused on the thing that you need to get done today to work on getting those next few yards. Yeah, so, so true. I love that, what you just shared. So, so important. Anything else like like you want to share, uh, you know, what, what you just talked about with the first downs, any other things that you, you know, you feel are really, really worthwhile from the book that, you know, you can use from a football analogy to, you know, move it along. Sometimes it could be, Hey, we got to kick a field goal maybe, uh, or, you know, maybe again, sometimes we didn't execute the first down. So we have to be able to know how to protect ourselves or put, or, or put our defense in a better situation to hold off, the opposition. Is there anything you could share from that perspective? Yeah. So in my move the ball book, I talk about how there are people that you need to have on your team. It takes a team to move the ball, making sure you have those right people in place. In my dominate the game book, there's a chapter called with or without you and get inside the huddles. Another chapter that talks about having the right people in, but also understanding that not everyone is meant to be on the journey with you. And some people that have been on the journey with you to date are not the right people to continue on with you. And I have a podcast, as you know, and I have a lot of NFL athletes on. Um, I run my show in seasons. One of the last episodes before the season ended this year was with Irving Fryer, who was the number one overall NFL draft pick. Irving was one of my favorite receivers for Dan Marino back. Well, even though he was a Patriot first, he he became a Dolphin. (laughs) Yeah. So one thing that Irv said on the show, which I really liked, was he said, too often we tend to think of people in our lives as being permanent when they're only meant to be there temporarily. And so I think it's important to realize not everyone that's in business with you or just in your personal life is meant to be there forever, right? So you appreciate what it is for what it, for when you have it, but sometimes you got to move on, right? And so in business, you've got to make those decisions sometimes that, hey, you know what, maybe our interests no longer align or, you know, the collaboration that we had to date was great, but we're going in different directions. So you just have to know like when it's time to to make the call that, hey, we've got to make some other decisions and also recognize if someone else doesn't want to be a part of the journey, that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I love that, what you just shared. And uh, so so true. And we, we encourage everybody to really get your hands on this book, including, you know, and you're going to learn a little bit more about Jennifer's new book as well. So both of these books, uh, you know, in tandem could be quite, quite helpful in this particular area. Jennifer, anything else that, that you could share that we have not, co- you have not covered in terms of, uh, you know, helping businesses to move along, you know, you know, if, if, if it, you could relate that to anything to uh, moving the ball. Sure. So in this dominate the game book, the new book, um, the book is structured in three parts. There's a suit up section, a show up section and a move the ball because my signature phrase is suit up, show up, move the ball. So from a branding standpoint, you want to tie your stuff together. That's a side point. But where I was going with that is in the suit up section, it's not just about 
your mental state or your your mindset. It's also about are you physically doing the things that you should be doing to help you be more effective so that you can manage your game clock in an optimal manner. So what I like to do and I encourage other people to do is pick a day to be your planning day. And so for me, that's Sundays. So every Sunday I'm planning out my week and I'm looking at, okay, what are the things that I am trying to do this week? And I'm scheduling block time on my calendar. These are not meetings with people per se. These are dedicated times that I am going to do whatever task it is that needs to get done that day. And by putting things on your calendar, you're more likely to do them, right? But also when you have a plan, you're more likely to achieve things. And every single day that week, I'm looking at my plan for that day and I might need to adjust things as circumstances shift and that's okay to to move things around, but I'm at least laying out my plan and I know what I'm supposed to do. The other thing that's important with this is during those block times, you are only focused on those things until you get them done. So once those things are done, then you can you know check your phone, social media, whatever. But I am very disciplined and I will not check my phone um, when I'm in the middle of a task. Sometimes I might you know hear the chime come in and I'll look at it. I will not respond. So I'm very disciplined in saying, nope, I am doing X. I'm going to finish X. I'm not going to do or respond to somebody's note or read some ESPN breaking news. I'll do that in a minute because when you do that, you're breaking your focus and then you're eating up time. And it's all about, again, you know, how are you managing those 1,440 minutes? So there's a time and place for relaxing, for taking a break, for social media check-ins, but make sure you're getting your stuff done. Wow. So, so true. I mean, so you got to have an agenda, you got to have a plan, you know, and not only depending upon the size of your organization that, you know, that, that are those plans in sync with one another with the, you know, maybe the different business units that complement one another, whether if that's direct or indirect and the concept of a huddle, you know, to, you know, to meet with your team in, in that huddle so that you can see that you're communicating on the same page. I really, really love that what you shared there. So, so valuable. You know, I would love to, you know, make sure that, you know, people begin to really understand, you know, how, uh, you know, how the game of football especially can really make be a huge difference in running the business. Doesn't mean you have to, you know, know the game inside and out, but by people reading your book, they can gain a better understanding, both of your books. Can you share with the audience a little bit more about both books where they can get their hands on both these books and anything else that you would like to share with them, you know, in terms of how to contact you, where you maybe where they can meet you if you're speaking somewhere, that type of thing. Sure. Yeah. So both books can, they're on Amazon. You can also get them on my website, which is dominateandmove.com. And I sign all of those books. So people like, sometimes people like that personal touch. And I write a little note too. If you tell me that there's a comment box, you can fill that in. So I encourage you to go check out the books. Now, if you're not a football fan, you really don't need to understand football to really align or, you know, follow the concepts. Move the ball does have a little bit more football intensive terminology, but really it's about how do I take this competitive athlete mentality and apply it to be able to move every single day. And so that's what move the ball is about. Dominate the game builds on that, although it is separate and distinct. So you don't have to remove the ball to, to understand it, but it's really about how do I get to that next level? It's that, you know, zero limits, mentality, elevation, separation, 
those type of things. So they do build on one another, but you can read them separately and they are distinct. Uh, you can learn more about me at my website, getinsidethehuddle.com. Of course, all of these things have sports references because that's just a part of who I am. Um, feel free to reach out to me there. It's got my contact info. I'm on LinkedIn. If you basically Google move the ball on any or search move the ball on any platform, you should be able to find me. And if I can help or you want to learn more, please reach out. Awesome. Well, Jennifer, we can't thank you enough for taking time out of your schedule here, you know, especially a week here before Thanksgiving and, you know, sharing all this valuable insight. Every time I talk to you, I, I learn something and you always have an elegant way of, of really sharing it from a perspective that really hits home. And I'm somebody who appreciates the game of football, you know, like a, a lot of our listeners, it really, really resonates. So I want to thank you personally. Well, thank you so much. And I just want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving since we're close to that holiday, too. Thank you so much. And thank you, audience, each and every week for joining us here at Sustainable Success. Again, this show is dedicated to you each and every week. Our show would not be where it's at. We've been doing this now for going on almost six years. And this show is dedicated, again, to move your business and personal success to the next level. If you have any ideas or any suggestions, feel free to reach out to us at chris at christophersalem.com or contact Voice America Influencers Channel for any information that we could help you move your business forward. And don't forget, you still got time to close out 2022 strong and prepare for 2023, regardless if you are a one-person business or you have multiple people and you're an organization reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to work with you to assess where you're at, where you're going to provide you some insight. Again, at chris at christophersalem.com. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week. Happy holidays to you. And we'll see you next. Uh, actually, we will not see you for Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. We'll be back the following Thursday in December to kick off the remainder of the year of sustainable success or, or for this year. We'll see you then. Have a great holiday. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.